Broadcasting live from the Vegas Video Network studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Talk Tales! And now our host, she's our very own kaleidoscope of talent! What? It's Kelly Clinton! Have a big studio audience. Welcome to Talk Tales on the Vegas Video Network. I am your host. My name is Kelly Clinton. Oh, that's okay. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Some people call me Kelly Clinton hyphen Holmes. Yeah, I have three names, kind of like Farrah Fawcett Majors, but then she became Farrah Fawcett only, which that's not going to happen. I will always be forever Kelly Clinton Holmes. Ah, uh, so we have a great show planned for you. <laughs> we have a great show. Our guest today uh, is an award-winning comic genius. He is a genius. He uh, has worked with some of the greatest comic uh, minds in the world. He's a writer, a singer, a musician, a performer. Um, he worked with Rodney Dangerfield. He was his protege. He worked with Joan Rivers, uh, Jackie Mason, George Carlin. And his name is Dennis Blair. He's here today. My husband and I believe that he is the funniest human in the whole world. But before we meet Dennis, I want to introduce you to the Talk Tales Orchestra, Mr. Kenny Davidson, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. He sounds like 40 people, or two. He sounds like two people. I also want you to meet Scott Whitney, our producer, director. He is here today in our studio audience. And uh, Scott? Yes. Are you there? Yes. By the way, I just want to know. I just want to note that Kenny's flair got a lot longer the second show. Well, second than the show, first he's, show. He's owning it. Yes. He's, he's marking his ground. <laughs> I expect that on his webpage tomorrow. Scott? Yes, ma'am. Can I tell you a little bit about my week? You may. I had a, let's say, a not boring week. I was at the Smith Center, the new performing arts oh, center here yes. in Las Vegas, and I saw Mary Poppins what? in the theater in Reynolds Hall, and it was phenomenal. Took our granddaughters, we took Asia and Ariel with us, and it was so great to watch those little people watch the show for the first time. It was exciting. Did you know that Mary Poppins is my all-time favorite movie? You know what? In a million years, I wouldn't have guessed that. No, no, you don't have that Mary Poppins well, look. Wait a minute! Wait, wait, stop! No, 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 no. What? What did you mean? What I, I meant was, I don't know what it is. You just sort of—it seems like you know the alcohol we have on the table, <laughs> stuff like that. Guitar. You're you're wild. You're wait crazy. Wait a minute! Mary Poppins had rum punch. Ah, good point. Remember? Good point. Why is that your favorite movie? Because uh, it, it makes me show. happy. It just makes me happy. Makes you happy. And chim light. chimney. Chim chimney. Chim 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 true. Mary Poppins. Uh, uh, uh. She's kind of hot. Uh oh. I mean, I mean right. it, see, that's not right. See, now you're right. taking away the innocence of Mary so, Poppins, Scott. I'm sorry. It's not right. I'm sorry. Well, also, uh, we, we got to go on a backstage tour. We got to meet Mary, the person who played Mary Poppins, and the girls got to take pictures and see how the set moves and changes. Do you know that there is an electronic dog in the show that I believe cost $60,000 for just it. that one prop? I, I know that dog. You know that I, dog? I mean, I saw it. I was there. I mean, yeah. I saw it. Well, that dog, 60000 
$1,000, I want to make sure it has a really strong engine and it gets me back and forth to work. I mean, $60,000, that's crazy. I also saw Clint Holmes, who I happen to be married to, oh, yeah. in the Cabaret Jazz Room. He's a good-looking yeah, man. Yeah, Cabaret Jazz, they call it. He did a tribute uh, to Bobby Short, and every month he's there, the first weekend of every month. Right. And uh, sold-out crowd, they loved him. Have you been to the Cabaret Jazz? I have not. I've not been invited. Oh, well, you are invited. Next month, first weekend. What are the dates? I have to get the dates straight. Wait a minute. I just, I just kind of looked over here, and, and Clint does this. What? Oh, that means you have to purchase your tickets I mean, because... Well, no, no. I, I, I know what? what it means. Oh, well, we I mean, just want to be clear that you understand that. Can a guy get a little juice? I mean, come you on. You know what? I, I will give you some juice after you buy your tickets. But we're going to take a very short break. And coming up is uh, one of the funniest humans on the planet, Mr. Dennis Blair. We'll be right back with Talk Tales after this. You know, one of the things I like best about the Vegas Video Network are the people. There are no divas here. Everyone is exactly the same off-camera as they are on. Hey, Oz, what's uh, Cocktail of the Week this week? You know what? I'll let you know what it is when it's time for you to know what it is. Why don't you get off the stage and get back in your production hall? Oh, my God. You know what? And tell cheap-ass Whitney to get us some decent brand liquor. This hobo off-wrap crap ain't cutting it. God, idiots. Totally. Welcome back to Talk Tales. I am your host, Kelly Clinton. And I'm so excited because our guest today, I'm such a big fan. He makes me laugh so hard. You'd think you were going to split a gut. He is so funny. He. Let's, let, let me tell you about Rodney Dangerfield, what he said about Dennis. He said he's the fastic, com, fastest comedy mind he's ever met. George Carlin, uh, who, Carlin, who he worked for many years, opened for him, said he's the only person who ever made him belly laugh. Elaine Boozler said, funniest human on the planet. Welcome, Dennis Blair. No pressure. I hate, I hate myself already. <laughs> No pressure. I didn't like me before the show. Now, who is this guy? What does he, he think he is? Now, you just closed at the Tropicana in the I Laugh Factory? I did. The Laugh Factory at the Tropicana Hotel yeah. and Casino. It's also a casino. Oh. You can gamble there. Oh, I see. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay, now, you are a singer also, uh, a musician. Mm. And when you first started out in the business, you, you didn't set out to be a comedian. How did it all come about? This is an accidental career, Kelly. <laughs> I was in the bar playing my songs, and oddly enough, nobody was paying attention to them. I know the feeling. Because usually in a bar, they're wrapped. Usually they go, wait, was that a strange, was that a minor seventh? Usually they say that <laughs> at a bar. But no, these, this particular bar, they were sitting there going, ah, what's that, James Taylor? So I got bored and I started doing some song parodies. And I did a song parody to these Bee Gees uh, Staying Alive. And the name of it was Singing Too High. Ah. And, that's, and they started, and they, they, they immediately looked at me and went, he's got the words wrong. <laughs> and no, that's what happened. They laughed. Right? They laughed. And then I did another and they laughed. And then from then I became I got the Tonight Show and I'm now hosting. No, no, that's the What? <laughs> what? What? That's not how it went, but I, you could host the Tonight I, Show. I keep I can't separate reality from dreams. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you got the bug, you, the bug, the I comedy the bug. bug. I got the bug. And and you kind of put that on hold, but you still love to sing and play music. Right? I do. Every once in a while I like to sing. 
I like to sing with a lovely orchestra like this. Yes, the, the, the Kenny Davidson Orchestra. orchestra. We yeah, had there a was jam a jam session. session. We had a jam session before, folks. You missed it. It was wonderful. Well, how did you end up meeting uh, Rodney Dangerfield? So uh, I had my little act together. And we moved into the city. I moved four blocks away from Dangerfields, and I went on Sunday night to uh, audition. And uh, the guy who was auditioning me uh, wouldn't let me on until 1 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I finally uh, got, got on, and luckily the audience was like, they, they went, oh, he's doing the wrong words to songs. <laughs> and they started laughing at that, and then, and then uh, they said, hey, let's hire this guy. And I did ja uh, a week with Jackie Mason the next week. They just wow. hired me on the spot. And, I, and I, went, I came off stage, and Jackie Mason said, you're very clever for a Gentile, for a guy who's not a Jew. You're not a bad person. This is a fantastic thing. What do you do? Song parodies? I don't understand what you're doing, but you might as well keep doing it, because apparently these people, these putzes in the audience understand what it is you're doing. Whatever it is you're doing, I don't understand why you're doing it. Maybe you should quit. If, I, if you were me, I would quit, but why don't you just keep doing it? In the meantime, get out of here. So that's what <laughs> happened there. And then, uh, and then oh, thank you, Jackie Mason lovers. And then Rodney came in the next week, and I'm on stage, and they're laughing, and I come off, and he goes, they obviously like what you do. What do you do? <laughs> and I told him what I did. So you hadn't been doing comedy that long when all of that happened to like, you? Three months. Are you kidding? It's ridiculous. How great is that? Yeah. And then he did Caddyshack, and all of a sudden his lines around the block, he couldn't do his own theater, his own club anymore. He says, I can't afford myself. <laughs> <laughs> so we started, I'm, I'm doing like 3,000 seat like Westbury Music Fair in New York. I'm doing it for like wow. after six months. It was ridiculous. It, and that's in the round, right? In the round. The Westbury Music Fair. I had to like turn. What's it like doing comedy in the round? It's, it's the same as, except more turning. <laughs> it's, it's very similar to doing comedy out front, except you have to do this, and then you've got to go there, and then you've got to go all these people, and that's it. Now I'm Jackie Mason again. You've got to go this way, you've got to go this way. You understand it. Quite a Gentile, you wouldn't understand it. <laughs> well, okay, with Rodney Dangerfield, you ended up writing a uh, screenplay? Easy money. Easy money. So he does Caddyshack, and he's uh, in his dressing room, and I'm with him. Don't ask me why. <laughs> and uh, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's taking off his pants because he's getting out of his seat. He goes, they want to do a movie starring me. If you come up with an idea, let me know. I come running home going, got it. Go back to the club like two hours later. Go, I got the idea for Easy Money. Wow. He goes, okay. And you were in the movie as well, right? I was in it. I co-wrote it. Uh, I, I printed all the copies. It was ridiculous. <laughs> you did everything. I still sell it on street corners every once in a while. What was it like working with Rodney Dangerfield? Uh, great. He was, uh, he was a wonderful man. Very funny. Um, the Rodney stories. I mean, where do I start? Well, you know what? I want you to think about that. I'll think about that. I want you to think about that. And, and after the break, we'll give your best or your most memorable okay. Rodney Dangerfield story. And, and you worked with George Carlin as well. Yes. And you were, and what was that? And Joan How? Rivers. Jo Joan Rivers. Yes. Oh my God. I channel all these, oh. don't we all? Oh my goodness. We could share stories about We could do a Joan thing back and we'll forth. We'll do a Jonathan. <laughs> and George Carlin, you worked with him for? 18 years. 18 yes. years. You were the opening act. I was. Boy, you can hold down some jobs, can't you? Yeah, I don't know. And I never met him. You never met them. No, <laughs> they didn't talk to you. But you were very close with Rodney, right? Yes, very so close with Rodney. I, I can't wait to hear some stories about that because uh, I know you palled around and then you had a little falling out over a dog, but it was wow. an electronic dog, right? Wow, research on this show. Wow. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I do my homework. I'll tell you. <laughs> we're going to have stories, more stories from Dennis Blair, uh, funniest man in the world. In the and world. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and it's going to be really exciting. My name is Kelly Clinton. We'll be right back with Talk Tales.
In traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Welcome back to Talk Tales. It's like a fairy tale you're playing the, the orchestra. I'm like, welcome back to Talk Tales. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us, talktales at thevegasvideonetwork.com, talktales at vegasvideonetwork.com. Or if you want to leave us a voicemail, a web-based voicemail, go to the site, click on the red button, and follow the instructions. You might make it on the air. In fact, if you want to make it on the air today, join us for live chat. If you want to ask Dennis a question or myself, you could be on the show. And if you don't get to watch the show while we're doing it, you can always catch us on the Vegas Video Network or on iTunes, YouTube, Roku, or every Saturday afternoon at 12 p.m. on KSHP, 1400 AM. I got a crazy story for you. Dennis Blair, did you think it over? Did, did you think about your Rodney Dangerfield story? Here's what I did. I thought about my Rodney Dangerfield story. <laughs> and then what happened? And then I completely forgot it. This is going to be dead air. Okay, <laughs> we'll just sit here for a moment. You got nothing? What a wonderful nap I just had. <laughs> you got something? Well, here's, okay, so here's, I'll, I'll tell you an easy money story. Okay. So, so he gets Joe Pesci. We had, Joe Pesci had just done Raging Bull, and Rodney's like, yeah, hey, I love Joe Pesci. Let's get him for the movie. And Joe does the movie. Uh, he says, I'm, I'm a Rodney fan. I'm going to do the movie. So he gets on the set, and Joe Pesci is a method actor. He wants to get in character. Uh-oh. Rodney's not exactly a method actor. <laughs> Rodney throws, Rodney does jokes. So Joe, Joe comes up to him all excited and goes, hey, Rodney, let's hang out as our characters. Let's go to the stadium. Let's go, go to a baseball game. Go hang out as our characters. And Rodney <laughs> goes, I don't do that. Here's what I do. You throw a line at me, I throw a line at you. That's what we're going to do, okay? That was the, uh, and then Joe's face just went. Was there friction between them after that? Because they were great in I, the movie on camera together. I think Joe, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I don't think it was the happiest. Oh. I, I, but, but, you know. They, but they're professionals. But they, and, but they, and but they, they were. Yeah, yeah. Now, what yeah. was it like for you working with Joe Pesci? Oh. Did you get to interact with him or are you in scenes together? Joe, was, Joe, became, Joe became that character. Oh. So I knew Joe a, a little bit before the movie. And uh -huh. then like, as the movie progressed, it would be, like, be <laughs> Nicky from the movie. And I'd, he'd be, be mad at me all the time. <laughs> it's great. So I'm going. I'm just, I just left him alone till the till the after till the rap party. Oh my god. That goodness. was it. Now, uh, is it really a story? Because I kept reading about a falling out about a dog in a jacuzzi. Yes. Well. Who doesn't want to know about <laughs> that? The dirt, ladies and gentlemen. I tell you, we're going to tell you all the dirt. Uh, so we used to bring our dog to Rodney's house in Connecticut because he was like our child at the time. We used to go to Rod Rodney. Would always go. You know, you, you, Rodney the would. Dog or the or dog? Because Rodney. Rodney <laughs> I think it was Rodney's house. Yes. 
And we wanted to bring our daughter because Rodney would make us hang out with him all the time. He wanted to write. He wanted to hang. You know, I'd, I, if I'd said, grandma, uh, my grandmother just died, he'd go, oh, that's too bad. Come on over, we'll write some comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. So we said, can we bring our dog? He said, yeah, okay, you can bring your dog. But don't bring him swimming. He had a pool. He had an indoor pool. And uh, he said, don't bring him swimming. No, we're not going to bring him swimming. So Rodney went to take a nap. And my wife and I are in the jacuzzi, and the dog jumps up on the jacuzzi, licks me in the face, falls into the jacuzzi. At the exact same time, Rodney uh, wake, uh, wakes up and looks through the mirror and goes, go through the window and goes, <laughs> my wife very calmly goes, get the dog out of here! Oh, gosh. <laughs> I go outside, the garage is locked, I come back with a dripping dog. He said, you took the dog swimming. I go, no, oh. we didn't. I told, we told him what happened. He wouldn't believe us. He, he, he thought we'd, now, I don't understand what was so horrible about bringing the dog swimming to begin with, even if we did that. <laughs> but he, he just, he was, he was incensed. He called up all his friends. Can you believe what Dennis and Peggy did? What? Oh, my goodness. And it's like, they took their dog swimming. And you could hear them going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? So, no. And you literally didn't talk for a while, right? We, he was very angry oh, with us. But then that. eventually. Then we got back together. We got back together. And then, and then something else happened. And then that was it. All right, before, <laughs> oh no. What, after the break? Another story. <laughs> but after the break, I, I, I don't want to impose upon you, but why not? What the heck? I'm here. You do impressions, many, many, many impressions. Musical, right? You play yes. and you do. Can we uh, ask you after the break, to, if we yell out some names, will you do them for us? Say yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that would be great. Wouldn't you love to hear Fine. Okay, all right. So when we come back, we're going to hear uh, and see uh, Mr. Dennis Blair at his best. He's a genius in comedy. He's a tremendous singer because you can't do a musical uh, impressions if you can't sing. We'll be back with Talk Tales after this. That's true. This is David Ivey for Bub Crawl. It's funny because is David? You should, you should, no, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey from Pub Crawl and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. And scene. <laughs> Welcome back to Talk Tales. Um, by the way, tonight I am at the Bootlegger Bistro doing my open mic cabaret, and I think Dennis Blair is going to join us. Are you, you going to come in tonight? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking, yeah, we're going to be there. And your buddy Clint Holmes will be there. For Who? The, Clint Holmes. Oh, do you know him? I do. I know his first and last name. Wow, but, that's um, amazing. Now, what we do sometimes on Monday nights yes. is we, we ask you, you, you sang a beautiful song for your wife. I did. Your anniversary about a year ago. Yes. It was, a, it was for our anniversary about a year ago. <laughs> That's what I do. I take the host questions and I just repeat them. How long have you been married to Peggy? 30 years. 30 years. How did you... Is it Peggy? Ah, it's Peggy. Yes, Peggy. How did you meet Peggy? Uh, I or was uh, one of my wonderful bar gigs, except this was in a restaurant where she was a waitress. And, uh, oh. and, and we met there. And we, I would do, uh, th th there was one couple that would make me do You Light Up My Life, and I, I hated doing that <laughs> song, but they gave me a $3 tip. So I had to do it, and I would do everything. You light up my life. And she would, as soon as I got to light up my life, she would turn on a lamp oh. and, and just go at the end of the bar. Which made you laugh. Which made me laugh, and I couldn't finish the song. <laughs> and, and, and now we're married for 30 years. And they have two beautiful children. And beautiful are they children. are they entertainers as well? Are they? Uh, my daughter business? is in an improv group at uh, uh, at Santa Barbara, and my really? son is in the movie business. Wow! Getting himself into the movie business. You know what I'm talking That's about? That's wonderful. And they both interned on Conan O'Brien. 
She's Are doing you serious? It, she's doing it this summer. He did it last summer. Oh, that's great. They're in show business. I'm very happy. <laughs> because the greatest thing about show business is there's never any rejection. Never, so that's what never, I like. Never. It's just all uphill. Really happy Easy about Easy money. It. Easy money. No, Look how she brought that. that back. All right, we have a huge, gigantic studio audience. Tens here of people. Today. Yes. Would you mind if we if we yelled out a few names? I and, wouldn't mind. Of impressions that we we know you do no, and love. I'm not doing All it. Right, but go. Go. On your market set. Go. Springsteen. There we go. Springsteen. From a young man in the audience. <laughs> Brought my wife and kids to Baltimore, Jack. Well, I rented a car and they got in the back. Wish I didn't have that sauerkraut. I did a one-cheek sneak and they all passed out. <laughs> Give me another one. Yell out some more. Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Never heard of him. <laughs> I'm sitting by the basement door, my feet don't even reach the floor. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of being four foot three. Even Dr. Ruth won't make love to me. I stand on stills to go wee wee. Oh, how I long to be five feet tall. I wish I was. Five feet tall, tall, just like Art Garfunkel, tall. Nothing rhymes with Garfunkel, tall. <laughs> Paul Simon. Woo! Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne? Ozzy Osbourne. Well, that's easy. Everybody! Do we have any more? Bob Dylan. <laughs> Bob Dylan's been around for 900 years. I think by now he should have the answer to at least one thing. <laughs> How many times must the cannonballs fly before they're forever banned? The answer, my friend, is seven. <laughs> <laughs> He should know. He should know. John Denver. John Denver. John Denver. This, is a, this was a very big impression for you uh, when, back in the day. This, I used to close with that, and when John Denver died, I actually got sympathy calls from people. <laughs> Dennis, I'm so sorry about your career. I said, I have other things. It's okay. But if John were alive today, he'd be singing. This world makes me nauseous. <laughs> Like a Paris Hilton movie, like Donald Trump's hairstyle, like Jay Leno's chin, <laughs> like eating at Denny's, like Snooky in a bikini. John Denver. You know what? what? I want to say thank you, Dennis Blair. We're done? Thank you for being our guest today on Talk Tales. A pleasure. Oh, please join us again. And, of course, you can catch us on Vegas Video Network. Look up Talk Tales. Can you take us out musically hmm. with something you were jamming when we first started the show? Jamming? Like before the time runs out. Quick, what do you want to do? Play. Michael, Mrs. Robinson. Yes. Thank you, Dennis Blair.
Yeah, We'd I'm like Kelly to Clinton. do this See you next time. about you for our five. We'd like to help you learn to help yourself. Look around you, all you see are sympathetic eyes. Roll around the grounds until you feel at home. And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God bless you, please, Mrs.